You're listening to SBS News. The purpose of this uh, campaign that we've launched is to help to educate the community about what foreign interference looks like and the way they might see it play out in the community. Um, we understand that it is a complex issue um, and you know we understand that the, fee- uh, the feedback from the community is that um, they need uh, you know, some assistance in us educating them around what foreign interference is. So for the community, the way we see foreign interference play out is usually uh, threats and intimidation um, that are either financed or directed or supervised by a foreign government aimed at our communities, particularly our called communities, um, and, and that could take on various forms. So an example might be um, a foreign government sending a representative along to a community discussion or a community group meeting um, to report back on who is speaking about that foreign government in those meetings. Um, it could look like uh, threats being made either in person or over the telephone about comments that um, particular members of the community might be making about the foreign government or their policies. Um, so it can take on a range of, of different um, formats uh, and it's really important, I guess, that um, primarily the community understands that it is complex and if they do think that they are being exposed to foreign interference, that they do report that to us um, so that we can make the assessment ourselves on what might be happening. And within those communities, who is most vulnerable Look, so what we see is many communities targeted. So not, you know, I won't talk about one particular community over the other. We see it across multiple communities. Um, and I guess we see it um, targeting a range of people in those communities. So, um, you know, uh, we see um, religious groups, ethnic groups, we see activists being targeted, um, we see you know, any foreign nationals, either current or, or previous foreign nationals that are living in Australia, um, you know, we see journalists being targeted. So there's quite a, a number of um, you know, people within the community that we've seen be targeted through uh, foreign interference. What are your concerns about how widespread foreign interference operations may be in this country at the moment? Yeah, look, I think I can say that um, we have seen an increase in the prevalence of foreign interference in our country over recent years. Uh, And, you know, I guess that's the purpose of this um, education piece for us to be able to explain to the community, as I said, what foreign interference is, what they might be experiencing and whether it is foreign interference or not. Um, But also, I guess, giving them that trust um, that we as the AFP are here to help them. Um, So the way that we are really doing this education campaign is using our community liaison teams. Now, they are teams within the AFP um, that have been in existence for sort of 10 plus years now. They've predominantly worked in the counterterrorism space. Um, They're quite mature teams. they have really strong networks in the community, um, so their their reach is really uh, broad across you know many different community groups. And you know we've assessed that the best way for us to engage with the communities um, is at this grassroots level, because as I said, um, you know we understand that some of these communities, people in these communities, come from countries where they they couldn't trust the police, um, and and we don't want anyone that's living in Australia to feel like that. So uh, we're using Using those community liaison teams, I think, just to um, you know c- commence that engagement and to to really explain um, what it is that we're looking from f- from the community. 
Is there also a risk with that engagement when you have that association with multicultural and faith groups in diaspora communities that members of those communities become suspicious of the role that those groups are playing? How are you navigating that space? Yeah, look, this is a really complex space, as I've already said, Um, you know, and again, as I've said with the CLTs, they do have those really strong, enduring relationships with different community groups. So we'll be really relying on those teams um, to be engaging with the right uh, sectors of the community um, and in a way that makes people feel safe uh, because we do understand that Um, You know, there's some fear in the community, of course, about coming forward and reporting foreign interference. So really the strong message from us is that we are here to help. Um, You know, the AFP is here to help the community, not just on foreign interference matters, but, you know, a whole raft of crime types and victim-based crimes that we investigate as the AFP. So really looking to, um, I guess, encourage the community um, to trust us. And we think through those community liaison teams, that's the best way to commence this discussion um, about foreign interference and what we what we need from the community in helping us to um, to I guess build a picture about what is happening in, in this country. Could I give you an example that happens quite often here in Canberra where a diaspora group from a particular country will come to the front of Parliament House and they will protest about the treatment that their relatives, friends and others that they're aligned with in that country um, are dealing with. And as a result of that, they fear that they have come under foreign surveillance. What should they be looking out for? Do they need to change the way they are conducting these protests? Yes, so I would encourage um, people in the community who are undertaking those activities, obviously to report anything that they feel is suspicious through the National Security Hotline. Uh, That is the primary um, contact point for us to get information from the community. And there are various ways that the community can engage with the National Security Hotline. Uh, There is an interpreting service if that's required. Uh, It can be an SMS, it can be an email. It's not just over the telephone. Um, But as I said, um, you know, this is a complex crime type um, and it and I understand it is difficult for the community to you know have a really clear view about something some suspicious behavior whether it is or isn't foreign interference and you know encouraging them to report that to us allows us to make that assessment and it allows us as I said to build a picture about what is happening out in our communities. We heard from our domestic spy agency uh, just in the last couple of days that they're busier than ever and foreign interference is a significant part of their workload. There has only been one use of these foreign interference laws since they were introduced. How much of a factor do you think it is that people don't necessarily understand what foreign interference is and how they can be involved in getting to a prosecution? Yes, so look, it is a really complex crime type and whilst, um, you know, we have that legislation and that's great because there are many countries that don't have this particular legislation around foreign interference, uh, it is um, a complex crime type um, to collect evidence against um, to meet the threshold for criminal prosecution. So you actually have to, we have to collect evidence to prove that there is a foreign government or a proxy of a foreign government involved in the activity and that as you might understand, can be difficult when you're trying to collect evidence um, against foreign governments. So, um, uh, 
it, it is a difficult crime type to get to the threshold of a prosecution. But what I can say to that also is that there are a number of other treatment options available to us, um, not just criminal prosecution for the foreign interference offences. Um, often we will see other offending that's accompanying this foreign interference activity. Um, so that could be state-based offending around, um, you know, uh, assault, uh, stalking, uh, online stalking, those sorts of offences. So um, if we can't meet the threshold for the foreign interference prosecution, there's other options that we can undertake to disrupt the behaviour and keep the community safe.